We are so excited for our new show, Beauty and the Blade. I'm Ashley Park, and I'm here with my husband, Dr. Edward Park, from Face and Body in Upland. Our show will be about beauty, plastic and reconstructive surgery, and healthy living. We will always have so much good information for you, and we plan to have a lot of fun here. So tune in every Sunday morning at 7.30, right here on Go Country 105. Oh, I want a beauty that will give me that glow. The kind of black that'll make them say, whoa. Get it right with the knife who slays. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back. We are so excited that you have tuned in again to listen to Beauty and the Blade. So excited. I am Ashley Park, alongside with my handsome husband, Dr. Edward Park. What are we talking about today? So today on Beauty and the Blade, we do have a question that we're going to start off with from one of our listeners. So I'll go ahead and read that. Our first question. This is so exciting. Okay. Actually, you read it. Okay, I'll read it. Dear Ashley and Dr. Park, I'm enjoying your new show and have a question. I had thyroid cancer 10 years ago and in remission for six years. Am I able to get plastic surgery? I'm considering a facelift. Thank you, Linda B. Well, thank you, Linda B, for writing us. Thank you, Linda B. That is actually a really good question. And so she did mention thyroid cancer. I actually do a lot of breast cancer reconstruction as well. So yes, we integrate plastic surgery with cancer procedures. But the number one thing I would say is that we want the patient, any patient to be in tip top health. So what that means, if you have blood pressure issues or diabetes, we want that in control. If it's cancer, we absolutely, I would like you to be in remission. So I'm gonna assume you are healthy, you beat the cancer and you're in recovery and remission, then by all means we get a medical clearance and we can proceed with a beautiful facial rejuvenation. Yeah. Yeah. So give us a call if you're interested at 1-888-900-9065. That's 1-888-900-9065. All right, so let's get into it. All right, honey. So what do we have on the agenda today? I think a popular question would be plastic surgery after a baby. It's probably one of the most common procedures that I do, commonly known as a mommy makeover, right? Which entails addressing primarily the breasts and tummy. Would you say you went through something like that? I did. Tell us about that. I'm so happy. The stretching, the pregnancy. Yeah. well, as you guys all know, I have four children. Uh, we, we must love our children so much we talk about them we can, we can have more, too. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Shop okay. is closed. <laughs> so after each pregnancy, or during each pregnancy, um, minimum I would gain, I mean, I gained a lot of weight with each pregnancy. 68 to, Whoa. like, I think one of them was like 78 pounds. You, I gained. Yeah, that was yeah a it's a lot. So I went through a lot of, you know, stretching and then trying to go back and then stretching. So after our fourth child, I was ready for a tummy tuck. And I did the mini, which I felt like I definitely, with mini tummy tuck, you don't get that muscle tightening. So yeah. what is a mini tuck? People ask me the difference between a mini tummy tuck and a full tummy tuck. Really, if you look at the belly button and you just 
we've if I'm going to address just the lower half of the uh, tummy that's considered a mini tummy tuck. Right. So we're not really touching anything above the belly button. And that's why you were actually a good candidate at first because you're a beautiful thin lady and your upper abs and your upper tummy looked fantastic. Right. And so we decided a mini tuck would work just to kind of pull the extra skin down in the lower half of the abdomen. And you I know, think you loved it. And you I, looked I did, I did. But you know what, in our other segment that we were kind of touching on this I this just came to me that I forgot that once I had that mini and then time I think it was like about a year after I was looking at my lower stomach and it looked great flat yeah super flat and then I remember telling you I kind of look like a penis. penis it was like big here it like, wasn't big I felt like that because looking down I'm like okay why do I have this upper gut Okay, so what happened, let me explain that. She just noticed a little bit of rounding in the upper abdomen. And what that is, after you have four kids, which my lovely wife went through, four pregnancies, let alone one, you have muscle separation. So the upper muscles were still separated, allowing a little bit of rounding. It wasn't a peanut, it was like a maybe like a cashew microscopic peanut. It was <laughs> tiny, but you noticed it. Yeah. Yeah. Did you feel like your strength was also weakened a little bit, your abs? Oh yeah, and uh, like even now, so after having the full mommy makeover, having that full abdominal plasty, I feel like, oh my gosh, I am so good at planking mm -hmm. and like core workouts. Like I can kill it doing this. I'm like, oh yeah, give it to me. I can do that all day long. Right. But before, it was hard. I felt so weak and... Yeah. And also my balance, what I felt like my balance was off. So well, I felt it's like that. been a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> it's another story. But I felt like that really like tightening up that core. Right. You know, we all need that core strength and that really changes a lot. Yeah. Looking for the best cosmetic surgery practice in the Inland Empire? Look no further than face and body led by board certified plastic surgeon, Dr. Edward Park. Our practice offers a range of surgical and non-surgical procedures to help you look and feel your best. Whether you're looking for a facelift, breast augmentation, or body contouring, don't wait to achieve the look you've always wanted. Contact Face and Body today at 909-981-8985. That's 909-981-8985 to schedule your consultation. So that is actually the most paramount important thing that I try to explain to my patients in a tummy tuck consultation. Everyone thinks it's about loose skin, let's pull the skin down. And yes, that's only part of it, icing on the cake. But, and, and husbands or trainers will say, just work out. But you cannot fix the separated muscles. That separation has to be, in my mind, reconstructed. Right back to the center to get your six pack, back to the center. And indeed, like you said, the core strength improves. And you brought up planking. How much did you plank before surgery? And no, what do really, you think you I don't, that? I don't really remember, but. It's more. Yeah, oh, it's definitely more. Yeah. Cause I just felt like I would start to plank and I was like, oh my Shaking. gosh, I can't hold it. Like okay, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So as an example, I'll have a patient come to me and say, hey, I can plank about one minute. And then after surgery at six months to a year, they are planking double that, usually two minutes or even know, longer. Like up to five, even Absolutely. longer. Yeah. I've had one patient say she could plank eight minutes. Yeah, like, I think oh I'm going to go into like a planking competition. You should do that. <laughs> you will win.
<laughs> but I cannot stress the physical importance and benefit of a uh, an abdominoplasty by reconstructing right. the muscles. I think and that's where you gain a lot of benefit. Right, and I don't know, like, I mean, I do know that you tell patients like, okay, you want to be like, you have to lose weight a little bit. You want to be mm -hmm. kind of, you know, and I remember you telling me that. I told you to lose yeah, weight. I would you're like, say that as No, a not lose weight, but you need to like, you know, it's all about the health and True. make sure that, you know, you have like a consistent, like good diet, diet good exercise. gym regimen, you know. Um, was that hard telling your wife that? I don't think I ever said that. But no, you did. You did. <laughs> you really don't remember But I think because you were trying to push off my <clears throat> surgery. Yeah, I was. I Because I, I felt you looked fantastic. But in retrospect, I do see and you recognize, again, that strength. I even have patients that come to me and say their lower back pain goes away. So that's another testament to what a physical benefit it does for your lower back your posture, you look like you're sitting up more straight than me. Oh, really? I'm always a slouching, I need to work on that. No, that looks fantastic. <laughs> um, and then in combination with the uh, abdominoplasty, the mommy makeover consists of usually addressing the breasts. So right. what did you, well, you went through a few, honey. So. I did, I did. Um, but I feel like now, it's so crazy because I first had my breast augmentation before having kids. And then I know like I downsized after having my first child. And that was a huge change. But I have to say, I feel like my breasts look a lot better now. Agreed. And after those different procedures, I, I know agree. like, you know, we both know, but also for our listeners to know, when you do multiple procedures on the same area, the, yes, the tissue gets weaker, the mm -hmm. skin gets thinner, and um, that was definitely something that I was suffering with. Right. And so, not that my wife was a learning experiment for me, but... <laughs> I'm but the guinea did, pig. <laughs> but, but this happens. You go through cycles right. of what you were looking for. So you went from super big panel Anderson type to super small we almost overcorrected, yeah. i feel and yeah. you felt you're too small so we've learned and now just now you're just right in right. the middle and i think the goal and the really the um, goal i try to tell patients is to look proportional right which i feel you and that's what i that. feel like with i mean there are some people that i'll tell them oh yeah i've had my i've had breast implants i've had a lip I, they're like you have breast implants because i feel like with my size and you know going from 900 to 360 and then going to i think i'm at like 490 no 495 you wouldn't let me go over the 500. i think you're in the fives babe. but you're in <laughs> not that, that you wouldn't let me so. but you know yeah. you were telling me like i don't think like you're gonna go back to those back pains you're gonna go back you know and i wanted to just be done with Talk about that when you had the 900 did you have some back pain oh yeah 100 well, percent. Yeah. yeah it was i mean Gosh, I felt like, it's like heavy. how much, 900 cc's, That's how much would that weigh? about two pounds each, because right. we say about four to 500 cc's is almost a pound. Okay. So you get two pounds on yeah. it, and that's some heavy weight there. That's like right. a five pound weight on right. your chest. But I, I love, I love the way that I look now. Like I'm more comfortable and I like that I can dress these Sexy. implants up or down, yeah. you know? Um, and there's a lot of things that we do for business, church, all around that we, I can be more conservative or if we're gonna right. go out in Vegas, I can be 
sexy and wild. You are sexy and wild, baby. <laughs> I get so wild and I like to be in bed by 7 p.m. Yeah. I'm Dr. Edward Park. And I'm Ashley Park. And we have a new show for you called Beauty in the Blades, Sunday mornings at 7.30. Tune in to learn about the latest and greatest in cosmetic surgery, health, and beauty overall. That's Sundays at 7.30 a.m. right here on Go Country 105. So when you do come in for a consultation, of which, if you'd like to contact, it is at 1-888-900-9065. That's one 9065 And so when I do talk to my patients, again, what I'm trying to do is really relate to them and listen to what their goals and their dream body is, is for. But I try to steer them to be proportional. Right. Proportional. Because again, too big, that's what we're seeing with Pamela in the, you know, the large 80s and 90s. Everyone is downsizing and trying to look proportional. And I think that that is one goal that I try to tell patients is to be proportional, to be somewhat timeless. Right. So I right. hope you don't go bigger, honey, please. Oh, no, no, okay. no. No, no Good. way. Um, another thing I would like to talk about is, you know, we're talking about mommy makeovers. You know, the, um, the journey going through it, mm-hmm. right? So I've been in this field for many years. I know right after surgery, you're not gonna look like, oh, I'm ready to go out or I'm ready to show these bad boys off. Like it's not like that. And if you do have a procedure where you're like, it looks great right after, trust me, five years later, it's not gonna look great. Yeah, things drop. Right. So I had a little bit of like a challenge of going through um, right after surgery, you know how you cinch like the tummy pretty tight, Mm -hmm. which I'm so happy you did, but um, the skin kind of looks puckered and and I'm like, oh my gosh, like is this ever gonna go away? But it does, you know, and I knew that it would, but. Yeah, I I wanna talk a little bit about that because when that recovery, we'll go over the physical part that you alluded to, but there's, and I'll let you talk about kind of the emotional and mental healing through a surgery. But yes, absolutely. Let's talk, let's talk breast augmentation, which, which is a part of modern makeover sometimes. When the implants are placed, they I tell patients that first week, they are gonna look just off. They're gonna be high, they're gonna be swollen, the pec muscles are swollen. Um, I'm sure you went through that. Nipples are pointing down. So it takes at least, we to say about two to three months for those implants to drop, settle, and rotate into their pockets. Right. So it is unnerving. I think you as a patient experienced that, that that first week you're like freaking out. Yeah, it was, I mean, of course, like we go through things like childbirth or surgeries, this and that, and I could really relate them all together because you kind of like, you go through all this pain and the healing process and you, once like you're healed, you're like, oh no, that was a piece of cake. But going back to that, I remember being at home and I wish I would have done it during the summer when the kids are out of school because I had it in the back of my head like, oh, I I need to get them to this. I need to do this. I need to do that. And I went back to doing everything about a week later when I really shouldn't have. I should have taken it easy and um, relaxed a lot more. So how much time, I mean, again, you as a patient, I tell my patients, 
my thing for recovery, when can you get back to stuff? I use what's called a two, four, six week rule mm -hmm. for a mommy makeover because the core is affected. So I say about two weeks, you can kind of get back to light driving and activity. Moms are super busy. They got to drive their kids around or even go back to work. So two weeks is pretty, I would say average. At four weeks, we're letting you do cardio and six weeks is like full gym, do everything. Did you find that that was about right? Um, I, I remember you telling me, I know like you were saying like, okay, relax. You need to like take mm -hmm. it easy um, in the very beginning. But then when it was about six weeks, I was getting really like winded feeling. Like I just felt really tired. Mm -hmm. um, but of course, in my mind, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go, 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 you know? So I yeah. just, I, I felt that I should have not done things as fast, even at the six weeks. Like, so but that could have been because I rushed back to doing everything so early. So I, I didn't really, so. I didn't give my body that time to heal. So that's a super good point. I think for at least a tummy tuck, when you went back at a week, I really think you've got to lay low for two weeks. Yeah. Because you just do not have that energy. Your gas tank is low and your immune system is low. So I think you went back, came back a little quickly. Right. Something else I would like to talk about. What about, so we're talking about surgery after a baby, mm -hmm. right? Um, what about if a patient had an abdominoplasty, you know, a tummy tuck, and then they get pregnant? Wow. So in general, do you if, look at it like, oh, my masterpiece? No, like, no. <laughs> actually, I'm like, congratulations. Yeah. You're having a miracle. It is so exciting to have so, a baby. Looking for a trusted and experienced plastic surgeon in the Inland Empire? Look no further than Face and Body Cosmetic Surgery, led by board-certified plastic surgeon, Dr. Edward Park. Our practice offers a range of surgical and non-surgical procedures to help you look and feel your best. With a passion for facial aesthetic surgery, breast, and body contouring, Dr. Park combines his delicate skills with a deep understanding of what patients want and need. Contact Face and Body today at 909-981-8985. That's 909-981-8985 to schedule your consultation. People ask about what they need to prepare for a tummy tuck. That is the number one thing. I always ask them, hey, are you finished having your children? Because if we reconstruct everything, then the question is, can you have another baby? And the question is, absolutely, absolutely. Again, a gift, a miracle from God, that's great, but it will undo the reconstruction. So in my about 20 years of, of doing this, I would I could count maybe three, maybe four people, actually yours, <laughs> one of our family members that has, I did her tummy tuck and is having a baby. So we're blessed by that. But I will say that I have not had to do revisions other than potential skin uh, removal. But I was surprised their muscles actually went back flat, which is pretty unbelievable. So again, you don't have to have all babies done, but we recommend that. Right, and especially like if um, a woman has a vaginal delivery. So, um, that's something that a lot of people don't really want to touch on. They're like, oh, no, like everything's fine down there. But things change. Good point, honey. So point. would you be able to do a, you know, vaginal plasty with doing a tummy tuck? Do you recommend that? Right. And that's a good question. I think that a lot of surgeons are specialized in certain things. And admittedly, I know what I'm great at and I know what I'm not good at. 
I do not, as you know, do vaginoplasties or labiaplasties and things of that nature. Um, part of that is I have a great relationship with an OB-GYN, our friends that are in OB-GYN. I do feel that that is kind of their expertise. Right, right. So I will refer them over for uh, those types of rejuvenation. So right. I don't normally do those. Yes, I know some I'm so proud still. of you for yeah. just admitting that. I mean, there's so many doctors out there that, you know, do they're doing like upper eyelid surgery or injectables, yeah. but they were a dentist or they were a GI specialist. I'm like, whoa, wait, what's going on here? So, you know, yeah. if you just don't specialize in something, I mean, I personally, I would want to go to a doctor that's like, I specialize in this, you know? Right. And for him or her to be completely honest, yeah, and that's, you know, um, we'll definitely have a whole segment on that, on what, you know, the training background should be. But the bottom line is, the very first question I would ask anyone, if you're an interior designer or even a plumber, is how many of these have you done? Right. So if I'm getting a tummy tug, it's like, how many of these is done? For me, it's been 20 years, I've probably done thousands and thousands. So that's, I know what I'm good at. Right. But if there might be a procedure like, say, a complicated rhinoplasty, I just don't do a lot of those. So I will definitely refer those out right. to those experts. And also something that I adore, like I just adore your honesty. So uh -huh. I feel like when I was looking for a surgeon, when I first had my breast augmentation, there, there was not Yelp or Google or any of that to like go ahead and look That's a crazy, doctor man. up. I mean, I think I looked these doctors up in the white pages. The world is at your fingertips, you know, right. um, but I think it's great that you tell patients like, Hey, like if I'm your first consultation, I recommend like go interview some, and Absolutely. it's definitely an interview. Absolutely. Yeah. Interview some other mm -hmm. surgeons and just see who you feel comfortable with because you're going to be in a relationship with this surgeon exactly. for the rest of your exactly. life. And you we know? want that relationship. I know you with your patients, sometimes a relationship doesn't work and you, right. you know, I want to instill number one trust, right. you know, she, that person has to trust me and me as well to that patient. Um, so if it just doesn't even feel right, you know, it's it's hap it's fine that you pick another surgeon right. and that's okay. Yeah. So that's one of the things I think patients really need to kind of think about. I'm Dr. Edward Park. And I'm Ashley Park. And we have a new show for you called Beauty in the Blades, Sunday mornings at 7.30. Tune in to learn about the latest and greatest in cosmetic surgery, health, and beauty overall. That's Sundays at 7.30 a.m. right here on Go Country 105. Um, I want to talk a little bit about the breasts in terms of like sizing and how you chose size in the mommy makeover. That's a huge decision. Yes. Well, you know, um, but the mommy makeover. So I just, honestly, I don't, it's hard. When you're first getting a breast augmentation, that's a lot easier to go over sizing with patients because we can have them. We have our little tank tops here, sports bras, and we put in a breast sizer implant. So they can kind of see, cause sometimes they that's don't know. Yeah. yeah, but it's good to actually see Visualize. yourself in the mirror Visualize, yeah. because we do have patients for facial injectables, um, breast augmentation, 
liposuction, you know, all these different procedures, you have them bring in a wish pick. Right, that's the number one thing. Right, and for me, that was hard for me to find somebody because I know um, you have to look at somebody that has your same body frame, your same height, your same, you know, and I just really couldn't find one. Right. Um, but I kind of already knew like, okay, this is the size that I would want to go. And I was just kind of guesstimating. Well, as long as like what I'm trying to do, I consider myself like an artist is I'm trying to envision what your dream body is. So as long as you can send me some pictures, usually it's before and after photos on my gallery right. and in the consultation, um, that's what we're doing of which the consultation. Yeah, the consultation is key. Yeah. I, you know, of course, patients always have more questions afterwards, but it's because when you go into the consultation, you're kind of overwhelmed. Right. But if they have questions, they will call. 1-888-900-9065. Once again, that is 1-888-900-9065. Yes, so please call in for questions. I would love to do a consultation. And again, breast is my expertise. And really, I just want you to come in and show me your vision. And once I look at like your Mona Lisa, I can easily mimic that. Right. You know, just like, you know, that later analogy. Make the dream body come true. It. Build it, yeah, yes. dream body. Looking for the best cosmetic surgery practice in the Inland Empire? Look no further than Face and Body, led by board-certified plastic surgeon, Dr. Edward Park. Our practice offers a range of surgical and non-surgical procedures to help you look and feel your best. Whether you're looking for a facelift, breast augmentation, or body contouring, don't wait to achieve the look you've always wanted. Contact Face and Body today at 909-981-8985. That's 909-981-8985 to schedule your consultation. Okay, everyone. So we have a new fun segment called Yeehaw. Smash or Pass. Yeah. So let's talk about BBLs. What is a BBL? So a BBL is a super high trendy procedure in the last few years. Um, people like Kim Kardashian, Nicki Minaj have put it on the map. It's essentially called a Brazilian butt lift. Right. And what we are essentially doing as surgeons is we're just taking liposuction fat, we're processing it, and then transferring it into the butt. And um, a very, very popular procedure. In terms of smashing it or passing it, how 100% do you feel? Pass. It has Agreed. the top death rate in plastic surgery. It is very dangerous. It's a dirty area. A lot of people get a lot of, you know, complications, infections. Definitely Correct. pass. So I agree, pass. Um, it is, as Ashley stated, the number one complication in our field of plastic surgery. Um, so that's a little bit scary. You have to go to, once again, an experienced surgeon. Yeah, and it's, it's a know. trend. It's a trend. And um, again, I always talk about skinny jeans and bell bottoms. They go back and forth. What I ask people, what's gonna happen in 20 years when the butt sags from the big butts. Yes. Do we have a butt lift operation for that? We actually don't, yeah. which is kind of, we're in kind of new territory here. So you can't just lipo the fat back out because right. what do we do with the skin? Right. You see? So yeah. just think and be very, very, you know, make a wise decision when you're um, thinking about these complicated surgeries like a BBL. 
there are a lot of risks and benefits that you kind of have to go into. Um, I know you wanted one, but... I, I did, <laughs> but you made me pass. <laughs> yeah, I think, I mean, the other thing is, number one, you have to be a good candidate for this. So if one is too heavy or one is too light, that, that poses a lot of complications as well. You have to have enough fat to transfer. And secondly, if you have too much, it's really hard to get a very large amount to fit in that gluteal region. So just the warning is just be careful and use good judgment right. and uh, find a surgeon that you really trust that's experienced, I would say. Oh yeah, me too. Yeah, so no BBL for you, honey. No BBL. Okay, no BBL. <laughs> I'm Dr. Edward Park. And I'm Ashley Park. And we have a new show for you called Beauty in the Blades, Sunday mornings at 7.30. Tune in to learn about the latest and greatest in cosmetic surgery, health, and beauty overall. That's Sundays at 7.30 a.m. right here on Go Country 105. All right, everyone. So it's coming to that time again where we have to go. And we oh. loved spending this time with you guys. And hope, yes, and hope you tune in next week on Sunday morning at 7.30. Absolutely. And feel free. Thank you so much. And follow us at faceandbody.com, which is our website, faceletterandbody.com. Our Instagram TikTok is faceandbodyplasticsurgery. Again, the letter in faceandbodyplasticsurgery. And call us at the office to schedule a consultation at 909-981-8985. That's 909-981-8985. And tune in next week on Beauty and the Blade on Go Country 105. Oh, I want a beauty that will give me that glow. The kind of body that'll make them say, whoa. Get it right with the knife who slays. Get it right with the knife who slays. Get it right with the knife who slays. Face your body in the blade.